Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio. I pushed Humpty Dumpty off that wall. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey everyone, before the episode starts, I just want to say a very quick thank you as we've raised over two and a half thousand dollars for PSC Support UK in just one week. You guys are absolutely and utterly amazing people and we cannot thank you enough. So if you still want to grab the message at D&D is for Nerds Animal Adventure and help fundraise for a good cause, just head on over to sanspantsradio.podkeep.com where you can pay as little or as much as you'd like. Once again, thank you so much. You're all bloody amazing people. And now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Chapter 7 of Jaren's Outpost Hustle, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. Hitherto, we love this horse parade. Oh man, this is actually kind of around the time of year that they used to do it. Maybe do we let Lerdolo in on the saber plan so he doesn't think I'm fucking him? Whatever you need to sleep at night, mate. Yeah, sure. If Meat Pie flies too close to the keep, uh, no, Meat Pie will be shot out of the air. What were your kids' names? Did you end up settling on a kid's name I'd yet? I'd name my kids yet. Would you like to? Sure. Two girls. Two girls. This is Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and Sweat Rock. You can sleep on the couch. Oh, thanks. both small. So. And it's yeah. a half-old couch. I blob you. Blob <laughs> 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 you too. <laughs> That's the last sound you hear before they go to bed. It's like a concept like love, but it's not a direct translation. No, no, no. It's the, there's no word for love in Orkish. <laughs> I'm allowed to make Italian jokes because that's my heritage. Exactly. <laughs> Damn right. Dear Flip Shamrock, 
if you're reading this, I guess you're alive. <laughs> if you're, you're in Little Teagle and you're like, oh, there's some of this nice little halfling restaurant, but then you go in and you're like, why is everyone staring at us? Like, you're not locals, mm. it's clearly a front. If I said, we need to storm Aiton's castle, he's got a dragon, I think he's going to seize power again, the captain would be on board with that. Well, you don't know, but you like, you reckon you have a chance of convincing like him. Like a, a discussion. Yeah. yeah. Periwinkle, you go from man to man, explaining the situation and your plan. What do you say exactly? I just tell them that the dragon thing and that Eaton's being a dick and I don't think I'd... I'd I reckon I'd tell my buddies about the weapon. You will? Mm -hmm. You talk to all ten of your buddies. Nine of them are like, yeah, we'll, we'll like, if you need help, we'll back you. We'll back your play. Most of those nine are like very, you know, like, we're blood brothers. We've, yeah, yeah, yeah. We bled together. We live together. We're going to die together. A couple of the ones who say yes are like, uh, arming and erring. They seem a little hesitant because it's very dangerous, but they say yes. One of your mates is just like, I got a, I got a kid on the way. I can't. I'm sorry. I've got two kids already here. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. It's dragon. I, I, oh, you also find out that very few people were actually aware of what happened. Like everyone knows shit went down last night, but no one is exactly aware of what happened. The dragon itself was completely black, so it kind of camouflaged against the night sky. Then when it landed, yeah. it was on the other side of the wall, hard for people to see. The gnomish contraption didn't leave the docks area very much, so a lot of people didn't see that. Most people are aware, though, of the dwarven ships docked outside, uh, or docked a little away from the um, shore. But very few people know the exact specifics. Many of the town watch or the town militia are like just trying to collate information. So actually, you have the opportunity as well to let people know what happened last night, but give away what you were doing last night in the process. Would you like to take that up? Well, I feel like I'm going to have to tell to camp the cat. If I want the captain to help us, I'm going to have to tell him what I know. Unless I just go, trust me, bad shit's going down. All right. You just give a debriefing just like to someone else when you first get in. Yeah. And because of that, that 10th friend is like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's just too much. There's too much at stake here. I'm sorry. All right, Ian, you're okay. Ian, um, Ian apologizes one more time, and then he goes back to his job. We hug. Paperwork, oh, whatever he was doing. You've got a good bond with your member. I do have a good yeah. bond with lots of people. Nine guys on board. Great. So I feel like a lot of people have like respect for you. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. When I need you guys, I'll let you know is basically the, the thing that I give them. Yeah, they're like... Um, we're, we're, we're on standby as soon as you need us. Like I said, a couple of them are a little unsure, but any of them are ready to help you at a moment's notice. All right, now go to the captain. Captain uh, Tolton is captain sitting Tolton. in his his office. He actually had like his house has his own office. It's just a, a fucking room filled with activity. He has three subordinates, sub uh, commanders, who are organizing different parts of the city. They are constantly receiving and sending messages. They have their own desks in his office. He's got this big one with paperwork stacked all over it. He's got this old, disused-looking sword leaning against one of the walls. You know that he's probably in a, in a um, casual conversation that you've had, a friendly one. He's mentioned how many times he wants to bring silver steel, the name of the sword, out of its sheath. Oh, I love it. I walk in there, people buzzing around. I'm just like, Captain. Periwinkle, have a seat. You want to get silver steel out of its sheath? He smiles a little <laughs> bit at that, and he says, why? What's up? Do you know the thing that happened down in the docks last night? Uh, we're vaguely aware of it. What I was if... told that you were maybe there. What, I if, I told, what if I told you mm -hmm. two words, Eaton, 
dragon. And, and not eaten with an E in, but eaten with an O, like Damien. He gives you a very curious look, and he says, I don't recall giving you permission to reconnaissance the docks. I was off duty. <laughs> Bearwinkle, you're a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> But damn it, you get results. <laughs> what can I say, Chief? I'm a good, bad cop. <laughs> what are you thinking? What's cooking in that brain of yours? Uh, what is cooking in that brain of mine? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Uh, results. Um, <laughs> you get results. <laughs> uh, basically, I have reason to believe that Eden has a dragon and is planning something massive and that the attack on the docks last night was a coordinated attack by him to take something, which What's would help him with... Basically, whatever it is, it's going to help him... Wouldn't try have to, to be the gnomish weapon, would it? But whatever it is, I, I feel like he's going to use it to try to reclaim the city again. And we've worked so hard to, like, prize it from his shitbird fingers. Eden's been quiet for so long. Why, why show up now? And if he has a dragon, a dragon as large as what some of these reports claim, he says like, flipping through some of the papers on his desk? Why, why all of a sudden? Why has he not done anything previously? How would intimidation go with Captain? Probably not very well. I you could try it. Well, if you I were successful, the, I, I suppose it would be fine, but... If I was unsuccessful, I'd be fine. You'd be in a lot of trouble. Is he an animal? Can I handle him? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, he is an animal only in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Gracious. <laughs> I, I, look... You know me, Captain, I'm not the guy who works out the plans. I'm not the guy who uncovers the conspiracy or digs into the controversy or does all of the research like Commander What's-His-Name over here with his paperwork and the guy over there with his typewriter. They both turn around as you mention them. What? I don't do that. That's huh? not me. I'm the guy who goes in when day. the shit's real bad and I come back out. And all I know, last night, shit got real bad and I think the shit's about to get a lot worse. Tolton nods, and he says, All right, well, if a plan is to be formulated, it'll take some time. I thank you very much for bringing me this information. I don't know why you were over there. I don't think it was necessarily to further the, to further the town militia's cause, but I trust you not to, not to screw over the town militia. So I'm not going to promise anything, but I'm going to let you do whatever you want to do. So you go, and I'll tell you what I think later. Or I'll tell you what I'm planning later, when I've worked it out myself. Thanks, Captain. No, thank you. He stands up from the desk and leans over to shake your hand. I shake his hand too. I was unsure when we first hired you. A half-orc? <laughs> but I'm glad we did. Oh, There's oh. a lot of institutionalized racism per in this town. <laughs> Periwinkle's heart is just... Oh, oh man. Melt. He'd, he'd cry if he still had tear ducts. <laughs> Burnt off. <laughs> A wizard took them. <laughs> Use them in a spell. <laughs> Man, so, Made sentient tears. Sorry. So Barry Wrinkle ate him. <laughs> First day on the job. All right. Thanks, Captain. I leave the militia. One more thing. Yes. You need anything smaller, anything like more discreet, let me know. Understood. Now we'll jump to Leo Shadow. Awesome. So you were heading towards uh, the gnomish area, yeah. the warehouse district. So the gnomes have constructed a makeshift barricade to bar off their entire section of the city. At first, a lot of people were very mad about this because the gnomes don't actually own every building there. Mm -hmm. But the gnomes, through superior firepower, were able to prove that they 
rightfully owned anything that they didn't before. Okay. The gnomes have been very, like, isolationist, almost to the point of eaten, in that they don't go out, they don't, nothing comes in. It's all very, like, hush-hush and secretive. Any gnomes around the town are allowed inside, but, like, your girlfriend, if you ask her any questions about it, she won't tell you anything, though. All right. Cool. Star-crossed lovers. All right, so as I walk, is there anyone guarding the place? Yeah, there is, like, a big old set of gates. Once again, all makeshift, but still kind of, like, sturdy-looking. All right. Standing atop the gates are a couple guards. Cool. Halt! Who goes there? Before that, I want to go back no to voices. Little Teagle Eye. Oh, yeah, all right. First get, you go to Little get a couple more coffees, like, a right. little, little, it's fine. <laughs> Just do it, I'm working things out! As you walk out, little, you can hear a little, little, like, ringing something on the register. I love this. <laughs> like, three more coffees and then, like, a couple of, like, you know, pastries. All right. Go to the nook. Okay, go back to gnomes. Halt! Who goes there? Hey, it's me. Leo Shadow is a... Uh, is, uh, flip- oh, Leo Shadow. <laughs> Let me just check the list. I'm sure you're on it. I've met you before. It's Flip Sham around. I'm assuming I've been here before. You haven't. I would have to come well, maybe see Flip Sham. Maybe you've come to the gate, but you don't know every gnome right. who works there. Hey, it's me, Leo uh, Flip Sham. I'm here to see Flip Sham. Is she around? Got you a coffee? <laughs> Go away. Kind of mage hand the coffee up. Got you a coffee? The no mage hands it back down to you. Rude. Rude. Uh, We're not the, seeing visitors. I'm not asking, can you, is she around? I just want to uh, hey, say hi, maybe give her a coffee. We're on a high security alert. No one's allowed in or out. Under order of Erky Timbers. Everyone here knows Erky Timbers <laughs> is the local chapter leader of the Gnomish Trading Company. Classic. Well, Erky. is she on a getting a break anytime soon? I have some information about what happened last night. Come back in an hour. Now, gotta be somewhere in an hour. <laughs> well, I guess you're just plumb out of luck, aren't you? <laughs> it's about the... Look around. The weapon. The gnome gives you a very, very suspicious look. And he says, wait right there. That's what I thought. You're fucked. He hops off the gate. <laughs> I'm going to try and blame it all on the quiet knives. I think I got this. A little while later, the massive gates open just a fraction, and a, a very tired-looking gnome steps out. The gates close behind him. He wanders over, and as he approaches you, half a dozen gnomes take the walls, and all of them, none of them are pointing weapons at you, but they all have weapons. Ah, speak. The gnome comes right up to you, and he says, My name's Erky Timbers. Good morning. Like... I'm in charge around here. What do you need? Leo Shadow. Hi. Here's a coffee. He takes the coffee. Thank you. I have too many. All right. Now I'm holding two. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, so, uh, actually, really, I just wanted to see if Flip, Flip Sham is all right. If she's okay. We have a lot of wounded and injured from the events of last night. Uh, We're still trying to work out who is and isn't alive. Okay. If, if you could do me a solid and, and make sure that she's okay, I'd, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Any, anyways, I'll let her know if I see her to contact you. That's real sweet of you, Erky. Okay, so, um, do you know what happened last night? Because I was at the battle. I'm just wondering, like, if you need some little intel, because, like, I think I know what happened. You say what you know first. Sure. All right, so I think, well, uh, basically, I try and, uh, uh, so it's exactly what happened. So, Eaton came in and took the thing, but I think... Now, I'm from Little Teagle Eye, and word on the street is that I think Eaton might be working with the Quiet Knives. <laughs> You're not Greg Pierce, you don't yeah, have a bluff. Who do you think you are? I got, a, I got a good bluff. I got he has a good a bluff. bluff. 
Uh, what evidence do you have to suggest that? Just little, little, little bits and pieces and rumors that I've been hearing working in, and I give the name of the restaurant. We know where the quiet knives live. That's what I'm saying. I work at the a restaurant. I overhear a few things, and I I have some suspicions that maybe that they're working with uh, Damien Eaton. But definitely the dragon has your weapon. All right. Yeah. Well, we knew about the dragon. Okay. 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 Putting that out there. All right. Maybe you should do something with them quiet knives, because, like, see what I reckon. Well, you know, they might come in and take things over while you guys are dealing with Damien Eaton, so maybe you should just, uh... <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Putting that out there. All right, then. I'll take your information under consideration. Yeah, and uh, if you go, if you need me to do anything for you guys, let me know. Please let me know that. We're Sam's fine, all right. thanks. <laughs> okay, okay, it's all right. Calm down. We're all friends here. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> Leo Shadow, I gave you uh, a coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did give me a coffee. Just before, did you Just... forget? <laughs> I thought we were friends, man. Why would you think that? Don't turn this on me. You show up here with a coffee. I don't know who you are. You tell me to attack a faction. I don't tell you attack a faction. I'm just saying, giving you some information, because I'm worried, very much worried, that my girlfriend could be dead or injured, and you guys aren't giving me information, and I'm trying to be really friendly here, Aki. So you work for the Little Lows. You want me to attack a rival halfling family. And you want me to just take that on faith? I'm not saying take it on faith, Erky. I'm just saying have some hospitality. Hospitality was five years ago. I didn't even hear five years ago. (laughs) Well, I guess you're just too little, too late. Don't call me a little, Erky. That's so funny coming from a note. Right? <laughs> what an inch tall. <laughs> hey, that's a big inch. Uh, hey, look, it counts for the little like races. <laughs> that, that line would have been better if it was too little, low, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Eden has your goddamn weapon. And yeah, I would be really appreciative if you could tell me what the hell's happened to Flipshap. Like I said, I don't know where she is and how she is. But if I see her, I'll tell her to contact well, you. Was that all? Yeah. All right, then. Wait, what do you know? I gave you some information. Give me some information. Well, you got to keep this on the down low. Yes. Can't tell anyone. Only gnomes are allowed to know this. But there are dwarves docked off to the site. Yeah, we know. Are <laughs> well, the dwarves with you, you or are the dwarves not with you? What's the dwarves' deal? We don't know yet. That's crazy. Do you know if the orc chieftain, he's he alive? What's going on He's there? alive. He's alive. Okay, okay, okay. You guys gonna attack Eaton soon or? We're still collating. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's it. We're still collating. We're still working out what we want to do. All right, all right. Uh, when does the embargo of the in and out thing? When does that stop? We don't know yet. What? Well, what do you know, Erky? <laughs> I want to bamboozle him a little bit. You've made him frustrated. (laughs) That's for me to know and you to hopefully never find out. Well, fine. I leave in a huff. He also leaves in a huff. (laughs) Hey, you huffed each other. You broke even on the huff Yeah, I did. Hopefully. Maybe that... Hopefully that quiet knife doesn't come back to... I mean... I'm trying, I'm trying. I just... (laughs) Didn't want to speak to the leader. Just want to speak to... Flip champ. Oh, well. Hey. What can you do, man? That's love. Mm-hmm. And head back to the militia. As you're heading back, 
You spot in an alleyway a halfling just watching you leaving the gnomish barricade. Before you're able to, like, do anything really about it, he just disappears back into the alleyway. He was pretty far away. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Meat pie, be on the lookout for other (laughs) quiet knives. You don't know that was a quiet knife. You can make it. I'm making it assumption. There are three halfling families. I haven't even met any of the shorefoots. It's just a lot of shorefoots. Honestly, I'm not scared of the shorefoots. Well, I know it definitely wasn't one of mine, yeah? Uh, you <laughs> yeah. actually don't know that for sure. Oh, God. You pissed off Little Little a lot. Well, you I took mean, a lot of coffees. I only pissed him off in the worker sense, not in the, like, big fuck sense. <laughs> All right, piss. Yeah, right. So, you're following Father Moroni for quite some time mm-hmm. before he finally slows down enough that you can catch up. You're in a sort of sparsely populated street, but there are people around. Something to matter? Turns around and he says, I um, am aware you were involved in the events of last night. I was trying to get it, but uh, Dragon took you it. You didn't get it? I did, couldn't. Dragon took it. I'm not, mate, I'm pretty good, but I can't steal it from a dragon, can I? And I've been thinking, you Father Moroni. You had best to try. Oh, I will. <laughs> but I've been, I've been thinking, Father Moroni, mm. my soul. What's that worth, really? You know? It's I'd... damaged, it's old. Right, it's covered in a thousand different Father Maroney reaches into his clothing <laughs> underneath and clutches at possibly a holy symbol strung around his neck. Yeah. When he does that, you feel a stabbing pain in your chest. <laughs> yeah, right. But what I was going to say is... He lets go. What I was going to say is I might be more inclined to do this and not just let you do whatever you want with my soul. <clears throat> if you added a little bit of, um, you know, coin. To the deal we've struck here. You know? Couple of um what's my debt? You're in debt ten K large yeah. to the um uh, quiet knives. Cool. You're in debt nine K <laughs> to the Shorefoots. The nineteen currently, yep. You're in debt five K to the little lows. Twenty four K. You're bookie. You're in debt six K to him. Okay, from thirty K currently. And you're probably in debt like two K to the Thieves Guild. Something to the tune of 32k? Something like that? I will give you yeah, right. 5,000 gold. And yeah, this is right, yeah, yeah. after you have completed the mission. Well, all I'm thinking, right, is that how else are you going to get it? You know? How else are you going to get the weapon? And I have leads on several places it might be within the next week or so. <laughs> <laughs> the militia, they're going to have it for a bit. Little Teagleye will be theirs for a bit as well. I can tell you Don't when. Tell him. Oh, jeez. Uh, who else? Can't trust Sabres might end up with it. But without me, you'll never get it, will you? Moroni leans in close to you and he whispers to you, if it doesn't end up in our hands, right. I can assure you it will not matter to you what happens to anything. Is that a threat on my life or my soul? I don't make threats, Mr. Piss. <laughs> I make statements. Oh, he turns around and leaves. Oh, that's a good end for a conversation. <laughs> so long, father. I'll go see Laura. All right. <laughs> You're heading towards finding where Laura is. You like know maybe some vague places. It's whatever. a big city. <laughs> a carriage pulls up. Mm-hmm. Two orcs, full-blooded, get out. Oh. Uh, Quiet knives. <laughs> <laughs> One of them growls at you, get in the wagon. Yeah, all right. Oh, God. <laughs> you hop into the wagon. I've got a plant's evidence. I've got a plant's evidence that they're working with something. 
Papa Quiet Knife is there. Uh, I assume. Papa. There's a, a weedy looking elf sitting next to him, like a bookworm sort of <laughs> yes. bookworm sort of person, but an elf. The two orcs sit, come in, and they sit either side of you. You, as soon as the carriage gets moving, you're like, classic quiet knives. <laughs> Fucking not, the only halfling in this carriage is Papa Quiet Knife. <laughs> <laughs> you owe us a lot of money. Yeah, uh, that'll do, yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, sure 19k. 19k, something like that? 10k. 10k? You owe 9k to another family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. You, uh, owe, you owe them only 10k. 10K. You own another family 9. You owe oh, them another... Yeah, yeah, sorry. I get my debts confused. It's funny you should say that. Right, yeah. We have consolidated your debt with the little O's. <laughs> you owe us 50. Oh, right. So, what? My debt to the little O's is now to you? Why are they working yes. together? Right, right. Uh, Halfling families exchange debt from people, oh. outsiders all the time. All right. It yeah, just yeah. happens. It's a uh, standard business. Uh, okay. Okay, then. Yeah, right. It's good to know. Makes now, it easier, really, doesn't it? Gosh. Oh, you, um, you don't understand, I don't think. Right, what am I missing? When uh, an outsider owes us a certain amount of money, yeah. we need insurance. Right. Now, when you owed us 10k, that was nothing. Right, but the extra five. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Brings me over a certain threshold, does it? Yes. Yeah. We're going to have to take some insurance. Well, we can't take my soul. <laughs> Someone else has that. What an odd thing to say. <laughs> no, it's just someone else's insurance. I'm, I yeah. don't have anyone who can take your soul. He chuckles, and the little weedy elf chuckles as well. I'll have a laugh along with him. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Fair course, so what are we talking? Well, do you, what do you want? Let's have a look, shall we? I'll open All up right. my bag in the middle of the carriage. <laughs> do you have your loot? Did you give him his loot? Yeah, yeah no, he gave it back okay. in the fight. That would have right, been funny. so we got what? Uh, Bedroll, I'll take that out. Uh, I've got this blanket, it's for winter, not too, super useful here. Okay. Uh, artisan's outfit, <laughs> lay that down in the middle. I barely use that. Uh, <laughs> I've got some Oli water. You lay it out on like this metal table that's in the middle of the carriage. You're laying all of this yeah. stuff out onto it. I pull out the spell book, spell book full of spells. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, belonged to a powerful wizard, this div. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, you got me. I'm so, I'm so shattered that the, the, the griff didn't work. <laughs> Mug of ale, but the ale spilt, so everything's covered in ale. Papa Quiet Knife is smiling more and more as this is happening. He seems quite amused. <laughs> I've got caltrops, that's all right, useful at least. And this iron pot, which I sometimes cook soup in. Is that everything? Yeah, that's like everything in a bag, at least. Oh, well, the loot and um, my clothes, I guess. Papa Quiet Knife gestures, and one of the orcs sweeps everything off the metal table. Can I quickly shove it back in my bag? You can try. All right, I'll just be listening, but putting everything back. Right, none of that, then. Have a seat, Papa Quiet Knife says, tapping the metal table. Right. All right. Can I get an idea of what's actually occurring here? We're taking our insurance. <laughs> oh. I'll hop on the table. <laughs> what? Do you sit or lie on the I table? Sit. Please. Make yourself comfortable. Lie down. <laughs> Can I have so I'm The you... carriage continues to trundle through whatever seat your street you're currently in. I'll lie down and continue talking. So I assume you're taking, you know, 
The half orcs begin strapping your arms and legs down. Right. Are you, you going to do anything about that while it's happening? They look quite menacing. Look, 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 mm. look. If you've got to take insurance, you've got to take insurance. Mm. I know. I know my dues. I know, I know how it works. But I'd like to know what bit beforehand, all right? Papa Quiet Knife leans gently on the table as... Shut up, beat pie. <laughs> Papa Quiet Knife leans gently on the table as the orcs continue to strap you down. Right, yeah. And he says... <laughs> Well, let's just say I I want my pound of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a good line. <laughs> Is Papa Quiet Knife Shylock from the Merchant <laughs> of Venice? The weedy-looking elf takes out a leather-bound pouch and it opens up, unrolls to what looks to your medieval eyes to be maybe implements of torture, but what are actually surgical tools? Right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Do you know how long a human kidney can last outside of the body? Not terribly long, I imagine. Not much can last. Well, actually, my guts came out last night, and that lasted a while. <laughs> Two whole well, rounds. A lot longer than a lung can. Right. Which one? Which one? Which one? Which, which one, one do you, do you like one? less? <laughs> Papa Quiet Knife puts a hand on your chest as if, like, assessing your lungs. Kidney. Take the kidney if you've got to take one. No, 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 no. You can live with one kidney. Yeah, I'll die with only one lung. Mm, it'll take a while. I'm assuming I'm strapped down at this point. Yeah. The uh, weedy elf begins an operation. <laughs> Uh, no anesthetic is used. Uh, oh god. Okay. And can I cast so, a spell on myself? Not with your hands bound. Damn it. Alter self. Make it look like I already have no lungs. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> okay. Then they, they're just taking you don't want else. them cutting into something they're not looking at properly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, it's one of those things that have the lungs where their dicks are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a painful procedure. I imagine. You take... I nearly cast, wanted to cast confusion on myself so I'd be out of it for the <laughs> operation. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you take seven points of damage, Greg Piss. <gasps> and you lost a lung? They remove one of your lungs, put it in a box filled with ice, close that box, and the carriage stops. They open the door, and there's no such thing as a mafia doctor or a halfling family doctor. Yeah. But there is such thing as a halfling family priest, <laughs> okay. which feels kind of the same role. They hand the organ and the box off to the priest yeah. with assurances that he will cast... Uh, there's a cleric spell called uh, Preserve Corpse yeah. over the lung to keep it fresh. Right. All right. The lung will keep for some time. Surprisingly, it might last longer than you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> Papa Quiet Knife chuckles at that. They let you out at a random street. Are there any temples still operating? The gnomes and Penio and the sabers also have a chapel where people can go for healing. Though the sabers often ask for a favor in return. Mm. And you are already like trying to win their favor. If I go to the sabers, they're going to be mad at me for failing. So um, I'm going to go to gnomes. going to see if I can find a cleric, get my lung back. Uh, yeah, you could certainly try. No, I will. <laughs> uh, so... You should go to the church too and get healed up. The Temple of Gnomes... I go to that church on a Sunday, so they're more likely to help me. Yeah. <laughs> the, gnome, uh, the Temple of Gnomes in Pena is run by Chief Priestess 
Clara Norman, but you find Father Keaton there instead. Uh, Father Keaton. Uh, I don't know his name. Probably not. No, well, you'd know of Father Keaton. Father. You um, probably don't see him much, though. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been attacked. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a friend of Periwinkle's. Um, I know he's a member of this church. Overheard him and his wife talking about it. The night well, before. technically not a lie. I'm going to roll for this. That's fair. Because I'm on. using him from... Huh? Go on. Uh, I've been attacked. I'm missing organs. I took organs. Bar- fucking barbarians. Can you, can, you, can you fix me? Father Keaton, who knows of your <laughs> uh, reputation. In the biblical sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does not seem to believe your story that much. I start to give him details about Periwinkle's life. Him and uh, No, 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 no. I was about to say, he doesn't oh. believe your story that much. He knows you're doing something sus, but he also isn't going to turn away someone in need. All right. So he does provide you healing. That's good. Uh, you recover 15 hit points. Can he bring the lung back? He can't bring the lung back. How do I go about that? I'll ask him. If you could recover the lung. There's no way to grow a nui. <laughs> That's not an unreasonable request <laughs> indeed. There grow is. a nui. It's a difficult spell. Right. It would require the chief priestess's help, but I do not think she would cast this spell without a mate certain promises, essentially. I can make promises. I'm nothing but promises. <laughs> <laughs> that does not fill me with <laughs> Look, uh, she's not in town right now. You can come back in a week's time. A uh, week's time. Right. Okay. That's the best I can do for you, unfortunately. No, thanks. Thanks, Father. That's good to know. You're on 41 hit points. Yeah, but I'm missing a lump. You've got more hit points than I do, and you're above what Zamet's total hit points are. Right, that I'll head true. back to the militia. Do I have a scar? Yeah. All right, I'll cover that up. I don't want them knowing <laughs> anything that happened. Not nah, fair. I wouldn't care even if I did. Yeah, 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 yeah true. <laughs> I might, because you use my name to get yourself stitched back up again. <laughs> yeah. Everything's information. Everything's a tool. <laughs> Promises are cheap. All right. Promises are free. Um, <clears throat> all three of you meet up again, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so my, I got nine buddies who are willing to help out at a moment's notice. Yeah. Uh, all we have to do is say the word, and they'll come and give us a hand. I also have a backup plan if we need it. Right, yeah. Leo, awesome. uh, Pierce seems groggy with pain. I hand out two more coffees I have clearly gotten from Little Little. <laughs> Do the coffees have any healing properties? No. You're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be right, yeah. Well, we're all banged up. We should go to the church and get healed. You should come too. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't, look like huh? <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Yeah, all right. Well, let's head to the church, get healed up. And then uh, we'll go from there and work out what the plan is. Yeah, well, sounds good. I have no plans, just... Just as an aside. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to we'll go back to little little Teagle Eye. We'll have some lunch and we'll sit there and have a chat. Will Piss be able to keep his secret? And more importantly, what is for lunch? Find out next time on Jaren's Outpost Hustle, a DD is for Nerds Adventure. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. 
Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not of not, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.